0: we
1: another episode of the mixed witches podcast it is 2021 we have made it
2: (laughs) rest in peace everyone who didn't
1: yeah rest in peace 2020 uh (laughs) hope you guys had a good holiday season hope you guys had a good new year's and now it's time to get back to the grind (laughs) of doing the learn the learn thing (laughs) The learning thing
2: So Learning
1: Learns (laughs) So tell us What do you have for us today?
2: Last week We did tinctures This week I bring you oxymels
1: The fuck? Never mind You're about to
2: explain it (laughs) (laughs) What's an oxymel? Shut up I'm i to tell you
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was literally about to say What the fuck is that? (laughs)
2: So the word oxymil comes from an ancient Greek the ancient Greek word oxymeli meaning acid and honey, which is literally what it is. Mm-hmm. It's an herbal extraction of vinegar and raw honey. And then you put herbs and stuff in it and it becomes real powerful for when you're sick and need healing. And a basic oxymil recipe is organic. Dried herbs are your choice. One part organic raw apple cider vinegar. One part raw local honey. So I have never heard of these until <laughs> I started getting into all of this, like, uh, medicine woman stuff. The and it, they said that if you made, like, a fire cider and put honey in it, it would then be considered an oxen.
1: Interesting. So, like like fireball with honey in it no <laughs> super gross
2: no a fire cider is a cider. Si- <laughs> <laughs> I mean you could do that that would be alcohol not vinegar but damn I'm not gonna tell you how to live <laughs> oh
1: fuck I didn't even think about it <laughs> ignore me I'm stupid
2: no, but okay fire cider is actually something a lot of people make for like flu season because it has like it's called a fire because it has like a bunch of sun stuff in it i know it has like well okay my list of ingredients to me it sounds gross but i've also never had it so it probably tastes good but it has like garlic in it it has like a bunch of strong stuff. I, I think that's why they call it a fire cider. I really can't remember who's in it. Is. And it's a cider, and then you just drink it.
1: It's probably because it burns your throat as it goes down.
2: <laughs>
1: it just it,
2: it just a lot of people,
1: self-immolates you.
2: No, seriously. I saw the recipe on Pinterest. I used to have it saved, and then I remember thinking, I'm not going to make this. So,
1: <laughs> Psych.
2: <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want to make this. I have a feeling I'm not going to drink it. It's fair. Yeah, it has like, oh, it has like lemon slices in it. Well, it has like jalapeno in it.
1: Ew. Ew. First off, they're trying to make you sweat out the sickness.
2: (laughs) That's what this is. Right, it has, this recipe right here, this is not an oxy well, you can make an oxy milk out of this if you put honey, and this recipe does have honey in it, but this has like a half a cup of an onion, a half a cup of horseradish. Eight cloves of garlic, two oh whole god. cinnamon sticks. Oh my god. <laughs> a tablespoon of peppercorns, one sliced jalapeno, a half a cup of ginger. No. There's some lemon in here, some turmeric.
1: They're dead ass um, trying to make grape you spread it oranges.
2: out. There's thyme and rosemary, and then you could put like honey in it and apple cider vinegar, vinegar in it. And that's a fire cider.
1: So basically, what you're telling me is that it's jungle juice but non alcoholic.
2: I mean, if you put alcohol in there too, bro, what sickness? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I know there's a lot of stuff in there that's good for you, like vitamin, all those vitamins and shit. Especially with like, like the ginger sure and like great the lemon, for you, but no. <laughs> like the ginger and the lemon and the grapefruit, but still you're trying to kill your taste buds
2: right i'm sitting here seeing like the onion and the garlic and the horseradish and i'm like i don't care that you put lemon and oranges and like i don't bro (laughs) that's not gonna make it better
1: this isn't gonna make it go down any easier
2: Right, I see you put the cinnamon in there, in the in the in the in the oranges and the grapefruit and the whatever, but bro, you put fucking onion in there. I,
1: I like Porch radish. <laughs> hold on,
2: I don't care how much time you put in there. That's just no. <laughs> oh, so man. that's what firemist kind of, okay. is. Right, I kind of want to try it. I'm not sick,
1: just to see. But you
2: know, right, just to know what. It- that
1: table. It's really, it's really <laughs> trying to make you evacuate from every point in your body and then burn it out, burn out the sickness. That's what that sounds like to Literally me. Literally
2: set the sickness on fire.
1: <laughs> what is it? Burn it. So
2: if you, if you put honey in that, that could be considered an ox. So <laughs> I have a couple of methods on how to make oxymel. Cause there's no, I, there's no more I can say. It is just, if it's vinegar and honey, and some people just have vinegar and honey. They don't put anything in which I'm like, well, damn. You know, that might get rid of some sickness. i don't know. It might just get rid of you. <laughs> no, seriously. Could you imagine, you feel a cold coming on, and you just walk into the kitchen, and you take, like, a shot of vinegar and then, like, a spoonful of honey, and your husband's looking at you, like, What?
1: Your fucking roommate's like, what the fuck was that? Do you have a hangover? Like, I don't understand.
2: You, like, have a tickle in your throat and maybe a sniffle, and you go in there and do that. And whoever lives with you is just like, no, no. No, no, no.
1: No, we can't be friends anymore.
2: (laughs) Seriously. So the first method I have is I think the most common method And it's, what I have written down is Stir, Shake, Sit. Okay. That's the title. So. (laughs) Fill up a pint jar with a fourth full of herbs. Whatever herbs, whatever you need to help with your sickness. Whatever your sickness is. And then you cover the herbs with equal parts apple cider vinegar and honey to fill the jar. Then stir it all together. Wipe off any liquid from the rim and keep a tight-fitting plastic lid or you could place a piece of parchment paper under a metal lid to keep the vinegar from touching the metal. Because just like the tinctures before, sometimes the shit is potent.
1: I was about (laughs) to say, it's just, it's vinegar. It's going to melt anything. It comes in contact with
2: You don't, okay, a lot of these have said you don't want any air for anything that you're trying to make that. If anyone wants to know, why do I have to do that? Because mold. <laughs> you don't want to drink it. You don't want to eat mold. No. <laughs> so then you shake the jar until it's thoroughly mixed. And then you store the jar in a cool, dark place to extract for two weeks. And, you know, keep shaking the jar to to assist with the extraction. And then strain out the herbs, which... You can, use, you can do using a fine mesh strainer and then if you press down on the herbs to get as much liquid as possible out of them. Compost the herbs after you're done. Don't be a heathen. <laughs> <I hate it. laughs> Love Mother Gaia because she loves you. Don't be rude. <laughs> um, then you pour the strained oxymel into glass storage containers or bottles. Label them and date them. Put all the information on the thing. So you know what's in there, and you know when you made it, and then you can store it a cool, dark place until you're ready to use it. It says the shelf life is approximately six months. I think you should like make it like in the maybe in the summer before flu season, and then flu season kicks off, and you have your now.
1: Then you have the shit to kick the flu in the ass. <laughs>
2: No, literally. You get the sniffles and you're like, oh, you ain't ready. Uh Uh-uh. You have to, like, apologize to the sniffles for what you're about to do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For what you're about to put them through.
2: So, method number two is a vinegar decoction. Which, for those who are unsure, a decoction is basically an infusion times 10. An infusion for stuff that struggles to infuse. Because it's great for non-delicate herbs and, like, roots and such. But they're the same. (laughs) They just have just two different words for depending on what you're infusing. So, if you're using, like, herbs and stuff that's, like, bark and stuff that's not gentle, stuff that's hardy and doesn't melt easy, you put the dried herbs... And twice as much vinegar as you ultimately want into a pot. And you bring it to a boil. And you have to be careful because when you boil apple cider vinegar, it can be really intense. So don't put your face in it. Open Boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just imagined what that would be like, and it's just like, mm, nah.
2: Seriously. I mean, that might be good for your face. But...
1: It won't be good if for you your, like, acne. just you in general.
2: You're going to hate it.
1: Your constitution.
2: No, seriously, you're already sick. Don't make it worse. Anyway. <laughs> so you reduce the heat and allow it to simmer gently until the liquid is reduced by about half, It usually takes about 30 to 40 minutes. Remove the top from the heat and set it aside to cool to room temperature. Then strain out the herbs. Just as I said before, set them aside to compost. I'm gonna keep saying it because, listen,
1: <laughs> the Earth, the Earth help <laughs> she needs out.
2: help. Help her. <laughs> um, mix the herbal decocted vinegar with equal parts honey until it's thoroughly blended, and then you know, put it in a glass jar, label, and date. And this should last six months, just as before.
1: Remember to label everything because.
2: Literally, if you don't label this, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna come over there.
1: Just pray for you.
2: (laughs) I'm gonna come to your house and be like, hello? Label this.
1: How many times did I tell you to fucking label your. You're gonna pull
2: it out! No, seriously. Y'all gonna pull it out in November when you get sick and you're gonna be like, what the fuck's in here?
1: What is this?
2: (laughs) Why did I make this for? (laughs) What for? Is this the one for headaches? Or is this the one for chest congestion? I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. I'm sure it'll be fine. Wrong.
2: (laughs) False. So I have one more method. You can separately infuse the honey in the apple cider vinegar. You take your honey and your vinegar, and you can both separately infuse them with herbs, which is something that, You used to do in our apartment with our honey, so you know all about that. I sure do. And then you can do it with the vinegar, which normally you would probably do just like you would oils, just for this purpose, just because, you know, just to have on hand, and then you can make whatever you want. So, when you already have stuff that's infused with herbs, you just mix them together. You don't even have to make anything separate, because you already have it in the cabinet. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's in your cabinet. But if you already have stuff that's infused, you can't just mix them together. Label and date, store in a jar, last six months. If y'all don't label your shit, I'm literally going to come over <laughs> I'm not kidding. You're going to make yourself sick, and you're already sick.
1: <laughs> Honestly, the doctor's going to be like, what the fuck did you do? Well, here's the story. I was told to label like, something, and I didn't.
2: <laughs> I told you to put the date on it. It only last 6 months you you didn't do it
1: you know what's a a, a good way for that like you can put the the date that you made it but also put the date that you're not supposed to take it anymore
2: literally put the like, expiration date yeah mail. the
1: expiration date that's that's the
2: words i was looking for <laughs> put the exp in the period and then put the date real simple
1: it's like the easiest way to make sure you don't fuck yourself up <laughs> Uzi. You had the
2: sniffles, and now you're vomiting in the bathroom because you don't know how to label.
1: <laughs> Boy.
2: <laughs> Listen, I'm saying this because I love y'all. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't be a dummy.
1: We want y'all to be healthier, not not sicker.
2: Seriously. That looked like a lot of—it's a lot of writing, but it was brief to explain But those are oxymocin. That was actually the most simple— those are, like, the easiest to make. If you've never made anything before, I would just start there. You can even buy urban fused honey and such.
1: That's true. We
2: have those. They have urban fused apple cider vinegars at the store. Listen, like, like whole foods with and this stuff or, is a
1: godsend, so.
2: Seriously. So if you're curious and you're like, I want to try this, and you weren't sure what to do, or you've never made anything, start at the OxyMilk. Work your way up. You'll be all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. That's all I
1: have. Okay. What do you have? I am talking about meditation today.
2: Yay.
1: That is my next... The
2: thing that I don't do. Not enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, I mean, both of us. Neither of us do it enough. <laughs> so, yeah. It's my next thing... In my Back to the Basics, basic ba- basic witches, uh-huh. meditation. <laughs> <laughs> so, as witches, it's not uncommon to uh, hear meditation thrown around a lot. So, like, it's a full moon? Meditate. Want to get in touch with your spirit guys? Meditate. Trying to balance your chakras? Meditate. Those are all good things to I make. swear
2: to God, I thought you were going to trying to balance your checkbook? Meditate. <laughs>
1: Meditate because all you have to do is put your head down on it and it'll do it itself.
2: Yeah, that <laughs> headache that you have,
1: <laughs> that headache from <laughs> trying to do math. Uh, those are all good things to meditate for, but <laughs> <laughs> like, oh boy, <laughs> you just fucked me up. <laughs>
2: you got. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: Okay, but just like with intention, it's hard to do something that you're not sure how to do. So I was never, yeah, I was never properly taught or researched how to meditate. So this research is as much for me as it is for everybody who's listening to this. So here you go. Including
2: me listening to this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Including everybody. Everybody's listening to this. No, there's like two people in us. It's fine. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) (laughs) So just like with intention, I'll start out with the simplest of questions. So what is meditation? Meditation is a practice that an individual does to train attention and awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and clear state, according to Wikipedia, and many other sources also agree. So meditation can have a number of psychological benefits when utilized regularly. The dictionary dictionary definition of meditate is to focus one's mind for a period of time in silence or with the aid of chanting for religious or spiritual purposes or as a method of relaxation. So, the definitions all agree. (laughs) They all know what they're talking about. So, so meditation is not a new concept. It's old as dirt, like literally old as dirt. It's so fucking old for no fucking reason. So many many religions practice uh, meditation, some form of meditation, including Hinduism, Buddhism, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Meditation was referenced in some of the oldest written records from around 1500 BCE India and wall art that dates back to approximately 5,000 to 3500 BCE. So fucking old because if you don't know how BCE works, it goes from bigger number to little number. So I don't I don't know what the oldest, like the furthest back number for B C is, but I know that it stops at one when B C or when uh, A C starts, whatever. It goes from big number to little number instead of little number to big number.
2: Think of it I think of it like remember doing math? No. And then and well, <laughs> I was going to say remember doing I remember doing math and you know the positive numbers go up but the negative numbers go down. Yeah. I was thinking BC as the negative numbers, like before zero or whatever.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. It's <laughs> a good way to put it. Okay. So <laughs> so old. Old is dirt. So these <laughs> records are from the Hindu traditions of Vendatism and discuss various practices. Early forms are also referenced as far back as 3rd and 6th century BC in China. So again, it's fucking old. It's, they don't even agree on when meditation was, like, first created. Nobody knows. That's how old it is. You know something's old when they don't even, like, agree on when it came into existence. So over the centuries, meditation tex- techniques have been developed through many traditions and religions. Realistically, there's no right way to meditate. Someone w- someone's way of meditating may not work for you, and vice versa. So you kind of have to try stuff out. <laughs> that's a shitty like that's a shitty way to put it, but that's basically what you have to do. It's the same thing with everything in witchcraft. You have to try out some stuff and to know if it's for you or like you'll just know that's not going to work. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have any other like advice other than that. So what are some reasons you might want to meditate that aren't magical, non-magical, mundane reasons, reduce stress, helps to control Poor anxiety. anxiety. <laughs> like- <laughs> Stop the one brain cell. (laughs) Helps control anxiety. Improves emotional help. That didn't sound... That didn't make sense. Improved emotional, like, state. It'll help you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Enhances self-awareness. Lengthens attention span. Because you're, you're sitting there having to, like, your attention span is basically like a muscle, <laughs> is the way that they explained uh-huh. it. And the longer that you meditate, like, the more often you meditate, the longer you sit there and you focus, the, like, stronger your attention span gets. So the longer you can pay attention to something. That was a big round way of just lengthens attention span. Um, may reduce age-related memory loss, improves sleep, decreases blood pressure, fight addiction, and increase pain tolerance. So you know, like, if you've ever seen those people who go and do, like, the polar bear swims and some of them are meditating beforehand, this is probably why. <laughs>
2: You know what? I would, too, because I'd be psyching myself up the whole time.
1: No, honestly. (laughs) Now, what are some of the magical benefits? So getting in touch with your spirit guides, slash angels, slash deities, whoever you're talking to, uh, astral projection, past life regression, manifestation, developing your psychic gifts, meeting your person in the 5D, balancing your chakras, so on and so forth. The list continues. Meditating can and may help with all of these. Uh, In the long run, meditation can be used to help improve a number of mundane and metaphysical aspects of yourself. And I say may because it's not a for sure thing. Nothing is ever a for sure thing, even with like pharmaceutical medication. So... It really is just one of those things where you have to test it out and see and so on and so forth. But meditation is a long-run thing. It's not something that's going to have effects right off the bat. Um, There's a lot of studies to support all of these claims, though, like all of these uh, mundane benefits there, there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of scientific studies. And there's also a lot of cool information how meditation affects the brain. So if you're interested in stuff like that, I suggest you check it out. Because I read a lot yesterday. And I found all yeah, of it Yeah, they basically
2: proven that it's not one of those herky-jerky hoodoo type things. It really does change your brain.
1: Yeah. Like, it turns off and, like... Readjust certain parts of your brain like the frontal lobe is the part that does all the big like where you're actually at and Meditation helps to like quiet it so on a brain scan they can actually see the difference between Before meditating and after meditating. It's super cool Moving on um, Let's talk about the different types of meditation and the different ways to meditate so according to Healthline.com, there are nine popular types of meditation. Those are mindfulness meditation, spiritual meditation, focus meditation, movement meditations, mantra meditation, transcendental meditation, progressive relaxation, loving kindness meditation, visual- visualization meditation, and then I added one afterwards because I enjoy this kind, is a sound bath meditation. So those are just nine. I saw one that was for like 16 different types. I saw one that was for like 24 different types. But these are all ones I've heard about. <laughs> and.
2: Well, I didn't even categorize them like that in my brain. Right. The fact that you said nine, I was sitting here like nine.
1: Really, honestly. <laughs> um. So this is just like a starter pack, essentially. One of these (laughs) might interest you, so you go look that up, and then it just explodes into the whole world of meditation. (laughs) I only have so much time here. (laughs) (laughs) No, really, a giant rabbit hole. Um, I'm not going to go into all of these, but I will go into a couple. So mindfulness, mindfulness meditation... Uh, This is a form that is simple and a good one to do if you don't have a teacher or, like, a guide. Uh, All you do is you simply pay attention to your thoughts. You don't judge or get involved with them. You just observe them. Focused meditation, which, if you think about it, kind of a lot of different... uh, A lot of the meditations are different types of focused meditation. But focused meditation particularly is um, the whole point is to focus on one of the five senses, such as listening to a gong, focusing on your breathing, or staring at a flame. It sounds simple, but it may be hard for um, people who haven't done it before, and it may be harder uh, to focus for more than a few minutes for beginners. If your mind wanders, you have to remember to kind of bring it back into the fold, of what you're supposed to be doing. Um, movement meditation, this can include yoga, walking in nature. I usually include running in here, um, gardening, and so on. If you find peace in movement and letting your mind wander, this is a good one for you. I also include swimming here because um, I get super, super focused when I swim. Like the only thing that I can think of when I swim is counting my strokes, my breaths and my laps. Like I cannot I can literally not think of anything else or I will not know what lap I'm on. And then I'm like, fuck, I'm like halfway through 20, maybe (laughs) it's just a nightmare anyway. (laughs) So movement meditation, that's what that is. Uh, Progressive relaxation. So that one's kind of obvious. It's in the name Um, but uh, like the whole point is that You kind of like tense certain muscle groups and then relax them and you do that all the way up and down your body Uh, so it's also a good one to fall asleep to and then visualization meditation which is uh, super popular again, it's in the name and the whole point is to be relaxed, at peace, and calm while you're doing it. And a lot of visualization meditations also are guided meditations, but I'm sure you could do it alone. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's no, like, no restrictions. <laughs> that's not the word I wanted, but that's the word I'm going to use. So how do you meditate? Simplest terms, simplest way to do it. Um, Find a place to sit quietly where you won't be disturbed. Uh, This might be a little hard for some people. Honestly, I've meditated in my car before. (laughs) I've just locked the doors and turned on some quiet music and just leaned back in my seat. Um, If you have, like, kids maybe or something, that's a good place to do it because if you lock the doors, they can't get in. (laughs) Make sure you put your phone on silent. It's a big key there. Drive
2: sure. around the block if you have
1: to. Yeah, honestly, like be like, okay, I'll be right back. I'm going to the grocery store, and then just go park on the street somewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Next, uh, find a comfortable seat. So you're gonna want you're gonna want to be comfortable for a few minutes. So figure out what's comfortable to sit in. For me, it's hard to like sit in a chair. For long periods of time so I like something you can slouch in or to lay down and you can choose to lay down there's nothing saying that you can't a lot of them will tell you to sit up and the whole reason for that is because you're trying not to fall asleep because a lot of meditations are very calming very relaxing and a lot of people can fall asleep when meditating I am one of those people I still do it anyway (laughs) That's why I try to, like, meditate in the middle of the day instead of either uh, in the morning or at night when I'm more likely to fall asleep. But you can use anything you need to to sit on to make it more comfortable. So your bed, a pillow, a chair, whatever. And then breathe. That's a big one. Breathe. Breathe. A lot of meditation starts with breathing because it's something your body does naturally without you thinking about it. So focusing on it is an easy way to focus, get focused. And then you count, there's different ways to do it. You can count your breaths or you can breathe deeply or you can breathe to a count. So like in for seven, out for five, whatever may, may have you. And then you proceed with your preferred form of meditation. Uh, You can always change up what type of meditation you're doing, but the best thing you can do is to set a schedule. So five to ten minutes daily to start out with and eventually work yourself up to something longer and for longer stretches. And this is something you want to do daily, essentially. Like, by schedule, I mean schedule it daily. Find the time somewhere. Make the time. Because that's where the benefits of meditation are going to come in. And another tip, when when you're meditating, don't suppress anything that may come up. Like, I've come out of a meditation crying so many times, but feeling a lot better after them. So let the emotion flow, let it out, and you'll probably feel better. One last thing I'm going to talk about before I end my TED Talk today is guided meditation versus self-guided meditation so in guided meditation a teacher guides you through the basic steps of the practice this can come in many forms like storytelling visualization so on and so forth but the most common I've experienced is visualization and guided talk downs for sleep in self-guided meditation or silent meditation you're alone (laughs) You don't have anybody else there. You don't have anybody's voice in your ear. Um, this is often includes sitting in silence and paying attention to your body and thoughts for a set period of time. So a lot of people set timers or they come out of it whenever they want to, so on and so forth. Ways to self-meditate are setting an interval bell for a set time. So every five minutes to bring you back to the moment if your mind kind of drifts and starts to wander. And start with a plan, so counting your breaths, repeating a mantra, or a body scan. Of course, self-guided meditation doesn't have to be silent. Uh, When I've tried self-guided meditation, which I'm garbage at, but (laughs) when I've tried it, I've uh, used recorded sound bowls or, like, specific frequencies to listen to. So just... Something that's not intrusive, like you're not going to be wanting to like listen to WAP while you're meditating. That's not that's (coughs) not what you would meditate to. (laughs) That's not going to relax you. That's going to get your heart rate up. (laughs) So personally, I prefer to use guided meditations just because I kind of have like a chatty mind. So there's a large variety from chakra to visiting the world tree. (coughs) And it's easier for me to have somebody there to keep me focused, uh, rather than me trying to keep myself focused, because that's not happening. Like I
2: am the opposite. <laughs> I don't. I don't really do. I do guided here and there, but I mostly just do them by myself. Honestly, I just put the, the, the sound bowls on, and I just play here.
1: Honestly, my. Um, <laughs> When I was on deployment, we were doing this one meditation and I can't remember what the purpose of it was for, but I was just there. And he, uh, he, he had kind of let us do our own thing. Like he started us out and got us into what he calls a meditative state, but I still don't know what the difference is. And (laughs) like, I don't know, I don't know what the feeling difference is because he, when he did a meditative state, it was scary. (laughs) Like, I saw him vacate his me- his head when he went into a meditative state, and I was so scared. Like, he snapped his fingers, and it was just blank. And I was like, oh, oh I'm over this.
2: Well, I guess it's that feeling every time you dissociate.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then he like blinked, and, Which I and don't you do, saw but I kind the light. Of feel
2: like my meditative state is very much like astral projecting. It, it feels like that kind of like I feel like a a rush, and then I know when I come out of it. When I feel like I just felt the rush in my body, and I went okay.
1: <laughs> well, like <laughs> the way that he explained it was that he kind of like retreated into the back of his mind, and he could see everything that was going on. But he, he himself wasn't interacting with it. It was just his body interacting with it. And I was like, Sancha, that's so creepy. I'm just going to tell you now.
2: Literally, it's just like, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, yeah.
2: I've had those moments coming out of a meditation where I'm like, where am I?
1: <laughs> Hello?
2: Like, I've, like, I'd come back into my body and I'd open my eyes and be like,
1: Hello? (laughs) Oh yeah, but anyways. So what I was saying is that um he like did the guided talk down to get us to the point that he wanted us. And then he kind of just let us go and didn't really uh interact with us during it. And he had given us instructions on what to do while we were meditating, like where he wanted us to go and whatnot. And he brought us back out and he was like, So how was it? What did you guys do? And one chick was like, Oh yeah, I went where you wanted me. And I was like, I was thinking about horses the entire time, and he was like, <laughs> He was like, the meditation wasn't even in a field, and I was like, I know, but I was in a field. <laughs> and I was in a field with horses.
2: I don't know about the rest of y'all, but that's where I was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honestly, like I I I tried to go back to where like to circle back around to what we were supposed to be doing, but I just kept coming back to horses. I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to chill here. Hi horses.
2: I think the most random thing is I don't I don't know you to 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 want horses. <laughs> I <laughs>
1: It wasn't even November, which is when I usually listen to, like, the Scorpio races, and that's my big horse thing for the year. <laughs> I don't know.
2: But very interesting that you were just stuck on horses.
1: I was very, very stuck on horses. Like, they, he just came out of nowhere. There's just this big chocolate brown horse, and I was like, hi, <laughs> hello, welcome to my this mindscape, I
2: guess. Up. That was your spirit Oh, I suppose. Yeah,
1: maybe. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) so there's for guided meditation. There's a bunch of different narrators. Like, there's tons of people who do guided meditations all over YouTube. So you will probably find somebody's voice that is pleasing enough for you to do meditations to. You just have to look. They're also on Spotify. And I'm sure and I'm pretty sure there's podcasts out there for guided meditations. So you just have to find one. Like I was saying there's a bunch of different types of meditation. There's even This is going to sound weird. There's ones that are like sexual in nature if that's the kind of meditation you want to do. And they're they're interesting. I enjoyed them when I was like I did a couple back when I was first, I think I was a teenager at the time. But anyways, I did a couple back then, and they were fun. But the blog that uh, used to do them, like, used to post them, got deleted in, like, the great Tumblr porn purge. Yeah. So I haven't been able to find them again. That makes me sad. But I have found a couple on YouTube recently since I was like, oh, yeah. So I looked them up yesterday. They're, it's not the same person, which is... Disappointing, but there are more out there. If that's the kind of meditation they went through the Great Tumblr
2: Purge and they said fuck
1: it. Yeah, I mean the whole. So the blog name was Orgasmic Tips for Girls, and yeah, they they. There's I no have trace of in I have them. Been on this blog. I would imagine you would have. We were teenage girls at the same time. <laughs> I had to learn everything on my own, so. I, I'm sure we ended up on the same block. <laughs> it was a good one. But yeah, that's what I have for meditation. Hopefully it's helpful.
2: Maybe we could do some episodes where we talk about our meditation journeys.
1: That'd be interesting. I don't have too many. We could
2: talk about your world tree.
1: Oh, my world tree. Yeah. Sometimes it's I like, haven't
2: done that soulmate meditation in a long time. I wonder what would happen since I've been having those dreams of a specific person.
1: Hmm. Me too, because Does I was feel see- like I
2: need to do that. <laughs>
1: it's like when we end this call.
2: No, literally, like before I go to bed, being like, "Okay, soulmate, I'm ready."
1: I'm thinking maybe I should start doing meditations before I go to bed instead of reading fan fiction.
2: <laughs> well. You might do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that might be a good thing to do, because I usually stay up for like two hours after I get into bed because I'm reading fan fiction, so, <laughs> or like looking for one to read, so on and so forth.
2: Yeah. No, literally, sometimes the browsing takes longer than reading the story.
1: No, literally. And then you finish the story, you're like, "That was good. Wish there was more, so I wouldn't have to go looking again." <laughs>
2: No, literally. <laughs>
1: what what kind of media do you have for us today? What did you That's bring? That's
2: what I was about to say. <laughs> 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 I bring us Sabrina, the Teenage Witch oh. from the nineties.
1: Oh, okay. I was about to say which one.
2: <laughs> I have them. I, I have them separated. I, I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> they they paper. have to be separated. They are not the same oh, thing. No,
2: seriously. No, seriously. Uh, If you grew up like us or you're older than us, then you remember, not the one on Netflix, the original Sabrina from the 90s.
1: You probably grew up watching Sabrina and Sailor Moon at the same time, to be honest.
2: Oh, yeah. I had a binge when I had first, like, got Hulu all over again, like, a long time ago. I was like, I want to watch Sabrina again, and I did (laughs) <laughs> it's a good one, and I don't know why I was just struck with this feeling to rewatch it, yeah. but I did. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. To me, it's one of those. If y'all don't know Sabrina, it's an Archie comic, then they made it into a TV show. And she is a teenage witch. First episode, she discovers she's a witch, and then every other episode after that is the shenanigans that come with being a witch.
1: Shenanigans all of
2: adventures. That she gets herself into because she's dumb. She'll not act.
1: <laughs> she's a teenager. She don't know how to act.
2: <laughs> and it feels like one of those introductory things. Like, like there's so many things. Because even if you're sitting there being like, oh, I didn't watch it. It's in that category of stuff that you, like, that was around when we were young that made you want to be a witch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that and Charmed.
2: I feel like everybody has those things. Yeah. Like, what was it, like... What were them for you? Because I wanted to see what was it. Because there's more than one for everybody. I yeah. feel like everybody has more than one. <clears throat>
1: oh, no, but okay. It's so I those- know, like, dead ass, which one was my one. And that was Practical Magic.
2: That, I feel like that was everybody's one. I actually didn't even watch that as a kid, I watched it later.
1: I watched it with my mom. I wanted to live in that house so, good. so bad.
2: It's so good. It is. I have to say my one would have been Twitches.
1: I feel that, though. Twitches was so good.
2: Well, because I watched Halloween Town every year, so that's, like, they're, like, neck and neck, I'd say. Like, I don't even know if I could pick, like, one of them because I watch, I always watch both of them. But I have to say I think it's Twitches because T and Tamara – Or both young black women. (laughs) And I really felt, I was like, yes.
1: (laughs) I know that she's not a witch.
2: Especially the second one.
1: Yeah. I know that she's not a witch in this uh, this series, but That's So Raven also made me want to be a witch. Since she's second.
2: Right. But I'll say the thing, that I felt the thing about that is it didn't make me want to be a witch, but it definitely made me want to be something that's fair because i i watched that's what we so much because i was like can i do that can i like be clairvoyant can I? because <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's when i really started to realize like deja vu mm-hmm. and pay attention to that which i had the other day it was really- <laughs> i did too
1: and i can't remember what i was doing when i got it but like that deja vu, I knew, like, I know that I had that deja vu a long time ago, like, months and months ago,
0: and I only Same. just,
1: and I only just had, like, the experience recently, and I was like, um, hello? Same.
2: <laughs> and it's so weird, because you're sitting there being, like, while you're going through the experience, you're like, bro, I had deja vu for this, like, six months ago. <laughs>
1: That's when I really believe. Like my mom used to tell me that um deja vu means that you're on the right path. And stuff like that always makes me believe her more.
2: Yeah. Cause I, I ever since I never really thought anything specific, but ever since you told me that, that was one of those moments that I had recently where I was like, Oh yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the right path. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> Any Annie hoozle? Annie Sabrina the Sabrina the Teenage Witch—that show that all of us as little little baby little babies watched—and we were like, "Yes, I want to be. You want to be." It's distracted. too bad you can't get the talking cat, though.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would name him Gigi <laughs> after Kiki's. That's what I was gonna. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I named him Teddy, so I'm already a liar.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, but you would.
1: But Maybe. I would. I'd probably name them Teddy That's again wh- since I miss Teddy so much. My mom, my mom deadass would not like did not want me to name him Teddy Lupin. And I was like, he already answers to Teddy. Leave me alone.
2: <laughs> Ain't that so weird when an animal answers to a name?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Merc and Beltane answer to their names all the time.
2: Well, I'd hope they would. But, I mean, like, when me and my mom first got Anthony and we, we were like, well, we don't know whose dog this is. Like, I guess we just have to keep him. We were trying to figure out his name. He would That's the name he answered to. It was like, I don't know if this means this was your name or you had somebody named Anthony in your house, but I guess this is your name.
1: This is your name now. <laughs>
2: we didn't pick it, is what he came to.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what media do you have?
1: I am talking about the book Shadow and Bones. Shadow and Bone. There's not an S at the end of that. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, um, I think, I've... Well, it's by Leigh Bardugo. And I know I've talked about some of her stuff before. I think I talked about Ninth House during uh, the Halloween episodes. And... Shadow and Bone is an offshoot of, well, it came before Six of Crows, and I think I've talked about Six of Crows before also. But um, it's a trilogy, and it's a couple years old now, but there's going to be a Netflix adaption soon, which I'm super excited about. Anyways, Uh the reason I bring it up is because in the series, there are these characters called Grisha, And what Grisha are um, is that there's three different sects of them, essentially. There's ones that can um, affect the human body, and I can't remember what those are called. And then there's ones that can affect, like, the weather, like wind and water and stuff like that. And then there's ones that can affect material things, so, like, they can draw color, out of grapes, they can pull the metal out of bar, out of like jail bars, stuff like that. That's the simplest way to put it. So they're your typical like magical witches, but they have, they only have certain things they can do. They can't do everything. So a uh, Grisha who can affect the human body can't affect material things the same way. Like, they might be able to do it a little bit, but they're not strong in that magic. And then there's... I can't remember what the main character's type of Grisha is called, but they're super, super rare. She can affect light, and then her counterpart, which is called the Darkling, for reasons. Because he can affect darkness. (laughs) He can also affect light, essentially. But he, he does better with shadows, and she does better with, like, actual light. It's a good series. It's um not too long. It's pretty short. And it, like, Six of Crows expands on Shadow and Bones, but later on. And the uh, Netflix adaption is a mix between the two, essentially. So they kind of overlap in certain parts, which I'm super excited about. But the Netflix adaption is going to mainly focus on the first book for, uh, and mainly focus on Shadow and Bone. But it's going to have aspects from like Six of Crows. And that's what I have. Go check it out. I love Lay Le- Bardugo. She does great.
2: Yes. So if you want to hear more from us, you can find us on Instagram at Mixed Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Mixed Pod. And you can shoot us an email, mixedwitchespodcast at gmail.com.
1: We also have a Society 6, which is Mixed Witches Podcast. Super simple. Everything is the same. <laughs> Yay. No,
2: literally. We tried our best.
1: We tried not to make it confusing. So. Hope you guys got something out of this episode. And we'll see you guys Even next week. Laugh. <laughs> Even if it was just a laugh. Even if it was just a laugh. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.
0: Bye. When we were young, our minds were getting faded. Did not appreciate all that they created. We're chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. damn. The test, y'all. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. Chasing after that witch's brew. You got nothing better to do, cause you're sailing down the easiest street again. Damn, X marks the spot, or is it O? Getting feeling so low. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. you all chasing, chasing after the that the witch's brew Damn, 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 damn It's well and then it's not You start to go and then you stop Cause you're sailing down Easy Street again Damn, yeah. almost within reach but out of your grasp The last drop at the bottom of your glass you chasing, chasing after the that the witch's brew, brew. Damn, damn, damn.